What's up folks, welcome to Code Clan Podcast, the pod where we talk tech news, reviews and interviews from software industry beginners and experts on their software development journeys. And today we have a wonderful guest in the house. Sit back and do enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Code Clan Podcast. And um, we have an amazing guest today. Uh, her name is Cynthia. I will let her uh, introduce herself. Hello, Cynthia. <laughs> Hi, Temi. Um, hello, everyone. Thanks for having me here today. I am very honored and I hope I am able to convince you and not confuse you that I don't know what the <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's just have fun let's have fun thanks for are you are, are you are you doing uh, uh what was that the, the debate, debate yeah I, I did play okay. lots of debates when I was in school I was a, I was a very smart person so forget that now old age has happened it's it's, it's just uh, we're not nothing again but yeah. I, I quite understand is mm-hmm. uh then you should have become a lawyer now what are you doing tech um currently what i do i kind of sort of wear lots of hats right now right so i Cynthia. you get it anyway yeah but yeah on, on the day today my work uh-huh. or my job comes to the point where i am either talking about uh the products we do at AdSign, mm-hmm. or i am working on documentation for maybe a company or um a startup because that's basically mm-hmm. what i enjoy doing right so my day-to-day is developer advocacy um i work with developers to test their flutter apps for um mm-hmm. sign i also give feedback do developer advocacy, speak, write when I can, give ideas when we need ideas, right? And on the other hand, when I feel I've been too lazy, one of the things I enjoy doing generally is writing. So when I feel too lazy, I just try to double into projects that are around technical writing, API documentation and all of that. So yeah, technical writer, advocate. Okay, um, that's interesting. What is that company again? That you work Atsign. for? At sign. Yes. Okay. AT sign. Yes. <laughs> I call it AT sign. Okay. Um, what do they do actually? Because I see it all over the timeline. Um, they seem to target um Flutter developers. So is it that they build um? stuff specifically for flutter developers well, i want to quite understand since i'm a flutter developer myself okay uh so at that sign our primary goal is to give people um 100 control over their data right so most mm-hmm. of the applications we have now most of the solutions that are being built are amazing however the customer just uses this application and feeds these applications with their data and once they and feed this application, what their data is yes 
Yes. Uh, most times we we don't know what the data is for. So what AdSign is building is AdSign built a new platform, like a new protocol and a new internet protocol, right? And mm-hmm. what this protocol does is it's it's creates this space where the 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 owner of a particular piece of data can choose who they want to share that data with, for how mm-hmm. long, and even when they decide they want to retrieve, as long as there is no copy of that same data any other place, uh, it stays with the owner, right? Mm. So it puts you in that place where, for example, there is uh, an application that is kind of a very practical application, right? Atmosphere Pro is for yeah. file sharing. If I share a file with you, it's exactly mm-hmm. the same size. It doesn't cut down and it's not stored anywhere on the internet. So it's direct, it's e to e and it's 100% secure, right? As long as you don't give it out to someone else. So currently, initially, our focus was more on software development, right? That's why we targeted more Flutter Flutter communities. But most recently, we noticed that everything is going towards the IoT direction, right? And that means while Flutter developers are still building these applications, they are still building most people are still building around iot solutions you're still going to yeah smart uh, stuff yeah smart stuff so we decided why don't we just put more focus on actually securing the internet ahead of that time we have over 20 20 billion devices now interconnected mm-hmm. right we don't know what this how much data these things are, co- are collecting right and mm-hmm. In, in, in the next few years, we are, we are, we are in, by 2025, I think that, that number is supposed to like triple, right? And with the kind of um, cases we've had over time, there's a Twitter handle I follow, Internet of Shit. And what they do on that <laughs> handle is they call out some of these horrible um, items, right? Horrible devices that have been thrown out that the manufacturers don't even consider the security of these things. And when they put it out there, people just take it and use because, I mean, you don't have an option. Nobody reads the privacy agreement. You just click on I agree yeah. because if you click on you don't agree, you can't use it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> so so we are trying to build that option where from the protocol level, you have... You can decide that, oh, this yes. is what I want to share. Yes. As a creator, you can decide, this is what I want to build for people. I want it to be 100% secure. And you can still make money at the same time, right? And as a user, a, a consumer, because we don't call our customers, we don't call them users, we call them people. As a mm. person, you can choose, okay, this is how much data I want to put on the internet. And when you put it out there, you're not worried that, oh, something would happen. Because like we used to say, there are no open ports. That means there is even nothing. Now, even if one device gets attacked, right? This is the craziest part. If one device gets attacked, it doesn't affect other devices. There are no loopholes to pick on other devices. Because they are not connected. Exactly. Because there is a unique, yeah, there there is this unique ad sign that just Mm -hmm. holds, that ad sign is what holds all the data. So even if someone tampers with one ad sign, it doesn't get to the other ones because each one has its own unique, unique. yes it, 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 its own okay. uniqueness right so that's that's basically what we are trying to do to build a secure and internet total, one yeah. and it totally makes sense because uh um internet of things uh, enabled devices iot enabled devices are easily hackable 
because um, I, I think the more internet is available for devices the more easy it is to penetrate them to um their loopholes so let's say yeah. your fridge internet, internet you have given an avenue and have opened it up for attack basically so um if there's no internet you can't attack something that is not connected to exactly. internet so it totally mm-hmm. makes sense that someone is thinking of securing stuff like this because we like it's or not everything is going smart you have smart cities even in lagos here that is smelling <laughs> uh, if you go to a lot of estates now the people are trying to do smart stuff you enter a building you see tv open curtains open smart uh, coffee maker and it's easy to make stuff smart but it's quite difficult Secure them. Secure them. Okay, so let's put a pause on that. Probably we'll come back to it later. But I want to know about Cynthia. I want to know your full name, for example. I want to know about your journey into tech. Is it because you love tech or because Sakpa is holding you? Because all the guests in this uh, podcast is Sakpa that is... That is the biggest motivator. So let us know who Cynthia is. How did you stumble into tech? Or it was intentional? And just a little bit about you. Okay, uh, thank you very much. So um, I am Cynthia Peter. My Hmm. my full name is Cynthia Peter Chidera. I'm from the eastern part of the world. Eastern part of Nigeria. I'm from Anambra State. And so, funny enough... Unlike every other person I've heard on similar um, podcasts. Wait, 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 sorry to cut you short. Is it true that you and Ambra people have money? We have money, I'm telling you. See, don't worry. One of these days I'll invite you. So I come and see. We have okay. money. Christmas, I'll invite that, that, you. That's it. So uh, if the viewers want money, they know who to go to. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, so um, unlike the popular notion where everybody that is currently into tech they probably loved computers from when they were kids and mm. they either got their first laptop and they were excited about it and all of that i hated computers right mm. like when i say hate i say it in every sense of hate my dad okay. bought me my first computer i mean not a laptop like a computer set he bought me a first computer i think i was in primary two or primary one my dad is someone that he, he sees he sees things like if something is going to happen in like the next 10 years, he's probably already seeing it. I don't know how he does it, right? And then he'll get me a lot. He got yeah. He got the computer and he was like, even if it's Mavis Beacon, please. But I would Let not. Me. I never, I can count how many times I touched that computer system. And it's not as if I was sure what I wanted to do. At that age, unlike every other person I wanted to be maybe a medical doctor, I was even confused what I wanted to do. I wasn't even sure. So I was just based, I was just living based on vibes, right? I did that for, hmm. um, I did that for like all my childhood. Eventually my dad will build me down to the east because we lived in Abuja. He will build me down to the east and I got into secondary school. I got into secondary school from primary yeah. four, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, from primary four, I just found myself in JSS1. Then Genesis one to three passed like nothing oh, happened. I don't to go through primary five, primary six because I did primary six. I did not. 
look at all those smarties. Ah, God. Okay. I was very intelligent. I don't know what's happening now, but let's leave that one for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, I, I was I was very lucky. I got into school, I finished JS one to three, I went back to Abuja, did SS one to three, and while I was still in SS my SS class, I just mm. for some reason it just still didn't make any sense to me what I wanted to do. I would skip my computer classes. I chose computer class, right? But when it's time to go mm. to the lab. I'll run away. You won't find me there. And when it's time to do assignments, I will get it done somehow. But I just was not interested in anything at all that had to do with computers, right? So mm-hmm. when I finished from school and my parents, of course, wanted me to do medicine and surgery. And I applied. And then my jam was half of the cutoff mark for medicine <laughs> and surgery. And my dad chose to not talk to me again in his life. And my mom successfully spoke to a couple of um family members that were kind mm. of maybe professors or just maybe extended family and mm. when we went to speak to one of them and he said instead of just staying at home and probably one day would come to the house and probably you and your dad have lights the house on fire why don't you go into a polytechnic right and then my mom yeah. was like ah, it's, it's closed Our registration everything is closed we're hoping since i'll be able to waiting waiting so at the end of the day, he told us I could just get for maybe a part-time, right? A regular two sort of thing at Federal Polytechnic Oko in Anambra State. And I'll just sort it out from there. So I said, okay. And I went and registered for SLT. And when I came back, I told him I registered for SLT. I was like, what were you thinking? Well, I go and change it. Change yeah. it, computer science. I'm <laughs> like, ah, computer science of all things. Like, can't you do something else? He said, what else do you want to do? That he feels that he agrees with my dad that there is a future for computers and it would be nice if I can tap into it at this early phase. I was like, I'm not interested. And then it, it, it got worse when I learned that the the campus was not even at the main campus. It was somewhere else, like one waterlogged town like that. Wow. Ah, the I you. Like, it was just as if I was sent to exile. So, <laughs> because the main campus was very close to my hometown i knew the area a little bit maybe not very well but last last if hunger catch me i can just run back home for the weekend eat food and go back again but this one was far it was far from my family's house it was far from everything i knew but then i got into school my first year i i think i'm a, a very huge introvert i i think i am i'm not sure but i was by myself most of the time and I joined tutorials. And one thing that fascinated me was the first day our lecturer in that class, Agu Bushim. And he taught us about... You remember your lecturer's name? Yes, How? I do. I can't, I can't forget his name because he was one that made me start considering, like, start liking computer science. Weirdly. Because mm-hmm. he entered that class that day and he was teaching about intro to programming. And... His first class was amazing. I can remember the first question he asked. I remember how that class went. And when he was explaining to us what programming was, how you can tell this computer to do something. Now, this is just a tool. The computer is an idiot. And you are the one that gives it life. You are the one that gives it instructions on what to do. And if you do it, it can't say no. If it says no, that means it's bad. It's time to change or it's time to upgrade or something. And that was it for me. That was that was the cue. Like, so as I am like this, I can just do and just let there be light and there will be light. Ah. And then that day, he used QBasic. 
and just change a couple of things and lights like you know when they say change color to cubasic just change the color to red and then he opened it and everything was red and right then he changed it to yellow and everything was yellow and then he typed wow. two numbers wrote a couple of lines and then numbers were just on the screen like I'm and like, then you're like damn magic <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, okay. That, that 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 was enough to captivate you. That was it. To that was pour it. your interest into it. Yeah, like if this man can do this stuff, yeah, and this thing became interesting. Yeah, yeah. that was it. And at that time, I didn't have a laptop, so when he gives us an assignment, I have to code by hand, right? Wow. So that means I have to pick up a paper. Then there's this very popular. Uh, if you study computer science in Nigeria, especially in Polytechnic, there's this uh, popular program you definitely write, um, a weather program. They'll tell you if the weather is so-so to so-so degree, carry an umbrella. If it's so-so to so-so, carry this. And then maybe at the beginning, they'll tell you you have to convert to maybe Fahrenheit. And then you'd write conditional statements. I was writing those things by hand. And when <laughs> I come to class and I show him, he'll be like, Okay, this is nice. Oh, okay. so when I show my my tutor, he'll be like, "Oh, this is good." Okay, you could change this. You could do this. You don't have to. My dad used to use full scrap sheets, write code like this. The brackets, different, different. As in, if you see, if you see the code, you'll be like, "Oh, this is I was indenting my code. It was that bad, right?" So <laughs> that's enough. Was it for me? Like I was able to type write this in in hand and. When I get to class, I had this tutor. I was attending his tutorials. He would try to run it on his laptop and I'll see where I had errors. So next time, I knew when to avoid a certain kind of um, maybe command or statement. And it was just QBasic, like ordinary QBasic. So I was fascinated by how much it could do. But after my first semester, you know it's school now. Maybe something else yeah. would come up. I did not have a laptop. I could not continue. I did that for like my ND2. My dad finally got me a laptop after I've complained for like the whole of my first year but, and but he, he forced you to study computer he actually did <laughs> <laughs> and then you were complaining to get your computer and mm. he did yeah he, he actually did he got, he got me a laptop he got me a laptop he got my first laptop but then two months after he got me that laptop i think it, it got stolen right i got ah. robbed yeah and i lost <laughs> i lost that laptop hmm. idea it's a long story and I went back Everything to writing code by hand. Yeah, I, I went back to writing code by hand and then borrowing people's laptop. Then I already made friends, so I could borrow their own. If I write it in my house and maybe go through browsing, I was using a very crazy techno. You know, it's techno that I used to have bots in that year, but it had Opera Mini. That was what I was using. So I would browse some of those things, watch some short, short YouTube videos, and then I'll try to. There were no YouTube videos then, they were just videos you could just find, right? Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. yeah that's true because I, I can't remember maybe in my fourth year or the 100 level 200 level i can't remember really doing youtube yeah it, it, was it, there. Normal, it was there it's just search. yeah it's just the same way we have some of these um, video platforms now playing around yeah the first it thing that would, it wouldn't be one of the first thing that comes to your head yeah to grant youtube so then I'll just search and then it, something will come up, maybe a note or something. And I'll just read through and then I'll go back to scribbling, whatever nonsense I was scribbling. So I did that in my, at the end of my ND2, I did very well. 
and my uncle heard mm-hmm. about it and bought me a new a brand new laptop a hp ah, yeah for she mm, you have not seen anything so ah i'm not telling <laughs> don't tell me that laptop goes to me no 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 that one that one is still i still have it at home so funny enough i just packed it and left it there like it's my souvenir i don't oh, joke with yeah. it yeah so that laptop helped me to uh, so, so maybe you should build a museum and put it in definitely, there definitely we'll do definitely <laughs> so when i when i finished when i finished um my nd2 it was time for my one year it so during one year it my dad was like go to go and i can get you to go and work at the bank blah 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 i said no i, I was not interested i wanted to go learn how to code and then we strike a deal i'll follow him to the shop in the morning i'll help him set things up balance the accounts he'll drive me and then he'll drop me and then i would either drop at the he can drop me at the place i'll be learning because it was very far from my house so he'll drop me but the deal was i'll follow him to the shop clean take things out balance the accounts before i'll go so i have to wake up early in the morning follow him to the shop get things done before my class by 8 a.m and i was happy doing it like i was happy doing it all my friends were earning money working and all of that but i just didn't care right so mm. after that experience i that, that period i learned html css and i was doing real good html css did intro to php um did that to a point and then just time to go back everybody to everybody learns php at, at some point yeah 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 <laughs> i think then then it was the deal yeah right. people from that era actually did learn some php yeah but now yeah. i think people learning node instead yeah it's 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 more of javascript and its flavors and all of that now yeah and so people yeah. decided uh, decided python and like yeah yeah i think every era mm-hmm. every era has its own phase so let's, let's uh, move forward a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm rushing to I'm rushing to like graduation, Seth. Okay. So yeah, I'm rushing to graduation. After my IT, I go back to school. It was business at normal. You write different programming languages, different semesters, do it for like maybe two months and you're done. And I did not continue programming all that time. So while I was in my final year, I got yeah. introduced to blogging and I was writing blog posts for um a couple of different companies here and there, different blogs. And then there was one that I remember, the one that actually paid me, all these ones they were not paying me, they were just giving me data. The one that actually paid me, paid me 2k per month. And I was happy. I don't know. I don't understand. You should not understand. You should not understand. And please, let's not talk about it. Don't mock me. Don't mock me, guy. Don't. I'm not mocking you, seriously. It was 2k. 2000 naira wow a month and i was very very excited i mean i was in school and i was doing tutorials for people so i had small small money coming in and that's okay was just extra bowling money for me even though i don't used to go out right so after at the end at the end of school i had knowledge around blogging i had knowledge around writing had knowledge around seo uh had knowledge about copywriting because these were things i had to learn in the course of um mm-hmm. yeah blogging Writing and all of that purpose. yes so upon graduation i went back home and i went back to normal default i was not coding i was not doing anything i was just blogging once once and any little and eventually i 
just did a whole lot of things that was when i learned how to speak mandarin i enrolled for a chinese class did that for a couple of months and then service came i moved for service and it was all same old same old we are was posted did not have electricity let's not talk about network i didn't see no electricity till i left that community network too nope and struggles of a nigerian developer see i don't want to talk about okay. it Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> but and and all this period i was using that my laptop my uncle got me and it was failing me bad like it was like 25 minutes and it's dead in a community i don't have electricity how do you survive so i just managed finished through that i did alc then i was even a facilitator at a point then on passing out of service i got myself a laptop i got myself my first hp folio and that was what I used. After service, I had to move to a friend's place in Port Harcourt. So that was where my Flutter career started, right? So mm. when I finished service in Delta States, I moved to Port Harcourt to stay with stay with a friend, squats with a friend, because I had nothing on me. I used all the money I saved up for a laptop. So when I moved there, I, I followed him to the office one day because he served there and he had a job. He was running a company with a friend. Mm-hmm. So I followed him to the office because, I mean, he told me there was free internet and then there is light. Ah, my dear, that's the want, that's the need of every developer that is starting out in his life. Internet <laughs> and light. That is it. And you want I was to stop like, launch. Do you get, and then, yes, and, and, and then eventually at a point, I, I started getting free launch too. So why not if not? <laughs> so yeah, I joined him to the office. I joined him to the office that day and they were just having a discussion and, uh, and they were talking about an application they wanted to build. And I said, uh, so I pumped in and I asked them some questions, right? And they were like, hmm, these questions I asked were like things they did not consider. And I was coming from like the business angle, right? That these are things I did not really consider. That should come closer. And then came closer, joined them and we just chatted about the whole thing. And they said they were going to build it. Okay, what technology are they going to use? And then they mentioned Flutter. And before then, I've heard Flutter before from Cheesy because I am a huge fan of Cheesy. I used to be a huge fan of Cheesy before I even got to know him. And I, but I didn't understand what Flutter was. So that day, they explained to me, tried to get me to understand. And they eventually said, if you're open to it, since you have a background oh. in programming, you can actually you learn this. Yes, yes. 2019, right? And... I said, sure, no problems. I mean, it's not as if I'm doing anything with my life, so I can explore. And then we all started learning together. My dear, four days, Flutter I've not even installed. Hey, Yawa. I was like, I push out, not stick with the blogging. <laughs> I, should, I push out, not Wait, stick with marketing. Flutter <laughs> is supposed to be one of the easiest things to install now. Hmm, my dear, <laughs> not from you. I didn't even understand what was happening. Everything was failing, breaking. Ah, God, it was crazy. But... When I successfully ran it and it worked, I was so happy. I was so happy I bought myself bole and fish that day. Like, I never buy myself wow. anything. I was very broke. So, yeah, that was it. That was how I selling in Flutter 2019, October. And fast forward to 2020, COVID happened. I had to go back home because if I stayed in Portacourt, hunger would kill me. I did not have anything. So, mm. I went back home and after the whole lockdown thing was lifted i ran to lagos i had to go stay with my friend again uh while i was staying there i was like oh i cannot continue like this so i have to just get back to the grind get serious and see if anything good will come out of this 
So I get back, I go back to taking my tutorial serious, speaking to people, asking them how I can get better and all of that. Then I started sharing what I was learning online as well. So I think this was the highlight for me, sharing what I was doing. So while yeah. I was learning or figuring things out, I'll run into different types of problems. So what I do is when I run into a problem, I'll tweet about it, right? And uh -huh. people offer to help, like right there. I had people from Dubai. I had Flutter, different Flutter community, like leads, just community members. People just reach out. Hey, Cynthia, have you fixed this? And I'll be like, uh, no. You'll be like, okay, I just came to your DM to tell you if you still need help, I'm available. I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's amazing, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, please, um, just in case this Flutter thing doesn't work, if you guys are open to adopting, I'm available. And then some of them will laugh. Some of them will be like, are you serious? I'm like, no, I'm not serious. I was just joking. I will laugh about it, right? But that was how mm. I met lots of people. And I think that was where the growth started for me. I would share yeah, my yeah. problems. Yeah, I'll share my problems and people will offer to help. And we'll hop on the call sometimes, sometimes video calls, sometimes just audio. And we'll fix the issue and I'll be so excited. And I'll still share how the issue was fixed, right? That was how mm. I started getting popular in the community. And... One day, someone sent me a DM and said, Hey, Cynthia, that a company he knows is hiring for a junior Flutter dev. And I came to mind because I always share, he knows I share stuff around Flutter. And he wanted wow. me to apply. That I should send an email to this, um, to this email address and tell them it was from him, Kelvin. And I was like, ha. Huh. Okay, you should say, are you sure you're talking to the right person? Because then I wasn't even confident about myself, right? And... My friend was like, Omo, go and apply. It's not as if you have, what, what do you stand to lose? I did not have a CV. I did not have a resume. I had to work on one immediately and apply. When I applied, I was like, Omo, see, eh? I don't have any knowledge, any experience building things for any company or anything. But I promise you, whatever you need me to deliver on, I assure you that I will deliver. So please, you should help me out. And then I, I think I, I threw in a couple of um um funny slangs and all of that there so, I, so, so, <laughs> so the the person i sent the email replied me and laughed i was like oh my god cynthia your sense of humor is amazing uh, you yeah, know what we'll schedule a call yeah we'll schedule a call and we'll get to know you more and i was like okay we had the call it went well and then he sent me a tax i had to build a chat app and deliver in 48 hours oh my god me <laughs> I built, I built, I built one screen, login screen. I built a screen with just two buttons and maybe two text field or one button and two text field. I built it in like, it takes me a whole day to build it. And I tell me to build chat app in two days. <laughs> you are like, oh, where do you start from? I was like, at this point, sure they know who they are talking to. But <laughs> the, the funny truth is I did it. Right? I delivered. Yeah. It was so yeah, good. Sure. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, ah, I, and he was so impressed. He was like, wow, this is good. That I did not use any state management. Or I did not use any very complicated thing. But if you look through it, you will understand what I did and all of that. And he was like, ah, he liked mm -hmm. what I did. And that was it. I got hired. And wow. yeah, it was my first contract Flutter developer job. And I, I did the job. It was going well. The contract was for three months. So after the three months contract, the company or I already knew the company was pivoting towards um, cloud 
computing and technologies, right? So that project was yeah. like one of their last um, mobile. Yes, yeah. So they already let go most of their senior devs or something, and then they just wanted to build that and get it done with and move into other things they wanted to do. So that's why I could not stay, right? The other guy that was on the team, I think he was really good with cloud at that point, so he stayed with them. But me, I just knew there was no future. There was no even trying to fight to stay. So I did not stress it and I left. But then I stayed in touch with the, the teammates and I think I did a couple of other projects with them as well. Wow. And yeah, so in the midst of all of that, when I my contract ended with them, that was when another phase of life sets in. I couldn't get another flutter job, right? And the but but the amazing thing is this: while I was doing flutter, I was still sharing, I was still writing articles, I was still tweeting mm. about my learning. If I learned something new, I'll tweet about it or write an article about it. I was trying to just do things, I was just creating things. I enjoyed writing, right? So when Flutter did not work for a while, I did not get any job for like four or five months. And then one I finally got paid me like 15,450 at the end of the month. And so I thought how much work I did. Ah, okay. Wait, that's funny. Please, uh, <laughs> what's the 450 doing, Jay? I have that's no idea. Question. I have, I, I, one day I was going through my, my, my drive and I saw the screenshot and I laughed. I laughed so much, but yeah. So one hundred and fifty naira. Is it for a bar? Is it? Is it for? Is it for? That's all I'm doing. Please don't talk about it, please. I'm a, they paid me that money, and I was like, you know what, guys, I'm done. I'm not doing it again. And that was it, right? I, 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 I left the company. It was a startup. It wasn't like it wasn't like it was a big company. I left this. I left the company. So when when I was done with, it, I was like, "Oh at this phase, it's like I'll explore my other skill set too." And I started saying, "Okay, technical writing." Which is writing, right? Yeah, yes, technical writing. And that was that was it. I went head on. I started applying to jobs. I mean, none came through. Eventually, it was a company that still reached out to me on LinkedIn and said, "Hey." um wanted to apply for this job i look it was sterling bank hmm okay uh, for banks right mm. and i was like banks nah nah i'm not sure well why not it won't hurt to interview right i when i when i went to apply and then i realized that 80 82 or 85 people already applied i'm like um <laughs> i went back to, went back to the guy <laughs> i went back to the guy and i was like um Hello, boss. Sorry, but I wanted to tell you that I saw 82 people already apply for this role. What am I supposed to do? Like, are you sure you know what you're talking about? <laughs> and he said, since you just applied, don't worry. I'm like, okay, well, if you say so. I went ahead and applied and everything. And luckily enough, I was called back. I did the first interview, did the second interview, did the third one. There were lots of interviews and back and forth. And over a space of two, three months, I got offered the job, right? um wow and i i accepted right it's not the biggest money i've heard people earn it's not the smallest either so why not we all start from somewhere i think you're one of the yeah. people i actually spoke to about it also at that time and you're like yeah, sure because, go. because i yeah. was still in selling bank then i think so. yeah yeah then you so i spoke to you about it yeah and i spoke to someone else i spoke to like three people and they were like omo shay do you have another option or is your father 
molding money somewhere and i'm like it's true sha you have a place <laughs> i just i just took the offer right and i rolled with it and i think uh, that was another point i started then i got very active in the technical writing community i'll write about it i'll speak about it was it, it, was it that time you started um this your uh, blog i am five like i'm five like i'm five, like I'm five yeah like I'm five. No, 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 no. Like I'm five was something I, that just funny enough. I've always had like I'm five in mind, but I never huh. acted on it. I never did anything on it till when I was very curious about NFTs. That time it was everywhere, and then yeah, I was I like, too. I was like, ah, I need to understand what this NFT is. Oh, I was just that curious, and then I opened my laptop that morning and I started reading I about I'm making money with those NFTs then. Yeah, yeah, I was like, ah, are you sure this is not my next, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure this is not the next place I'll take my ministry to? Yeah, because, um, I'm an evil woman, who, and we go where the money is. And so, I'm a brown woman. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, I did my <laughs> research, because while I was doing my research, I realized, ah, I can share this thing with people, or whatever I understand, because lots of people did not understand it as well, right? It did not make sense to lots mm. of people. So yeah. I said, ah, let me write it and i thought about it instead of writing it on cynthiapita.com why don't i do it like i'm five use like i'm five concepts it will bank more like ah it will make more sense that day i bought the domain that day i created that day i bought the domain i created the 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 blog on hash node i created the mm. designs everything happened that day i wrote the article that day and published that day <laughs> it was crazy. I think, I think the article did a lot of numbers. It did massive. I, it did massive number. I slept and I woke up because I published it at night, and then I woke up in the morning and Daily Dev already picked it up, and then Hashnode already featured it. I'm like, okay, okay, Stardom, 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 celebrity status upcoming. Eh. But, oh yeah, investment oh, flying in yeah. millions of dollars. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was a really good experience for me. So that's how like I'm five started. And in the past few months, I've not even published on it because I have lots of articles, but I never have the time to finish and publish. Right? Mm, uh, my that's, that's that's one of the problems with being a perfectionist or having a high taste in things. You always feel it's not enough. Ah, thank God your yeah. own is a perfectionist too. My own is a procrastination like this. Mm. Mine, mine, mine is lots of um um it's it's more of I, I there's there's a little element of procrastination like if you read about procrastination you see that perfectionism has a thing a role to play in procrastination same thing with procrastination playing a role with perfectionism because nothing you feel you've been dragging around you're dragging around because you're waiting for the right time to do it the right way and the best way right mm. It's something I've mm. learned over time, right? And these days, I just tell people, it's just me. Don't let's not stress about. Let's not think too much about it, right? So well, that you was like you, feel that you will feel like you're a super woman, and <laughs> you can you just be completing tasks left, right, and center. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm, so that's that that's, that's that was how like I'm five came to be. Everything happened in one day, and I just published, and it was it did very good. And since then, all the articles I've published on like I'm five has done very good numbers as well. I'm just I've just been the lazy one that I've been procrastinating and waiting for things to be perfect, right? So that was how my writing career started. 
I then created Sinterpreter.com. I think it was last year I created Sinterpreter.com because I just recently renewed the domain, right? I created Sinterpreter.com. I was managing like I'm five. I was working at Sterling. And then in between all of that, um, AdSign reached out to me and we started talking and I was like, okay, this made sense. And that was how oh, I joined AdSign. Um, hold up there a bit. Okay. Um, so AdSign reached out to you because they saw st- some of the stuff you're putting out or you applied mm. to AdSign? No, I did not apply. Mm. No, you think it's this. Just kind of drops the sweet. Ah, like, the, the last, like the last guest on this podcast, he mentioned that he wanted to apply, then he stopped applying. Then someone reached out. Ah, we've seen your stuff on GitHub. And that's how you got the job. And I, I, I tell people that putting stuff out there is, is, is one of the ways things speak for you. Because people, no matter how you think people don't see what you're doing, people are noticing. Mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. they need someone of your skill set, they will always reach out to you because it has formed in their mind that this person knows what they're doing by sharing stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if what they're sharing is not perfect, just share them. Because people will see that okay, okay, it it will it will be an impression on someone's mm-hmm. mind that mm-hmm. you are right, you are the right person for this. One of, one of the things I tell people is what sharing does over time is there's a track record of where you're coming from, right? Exactly, so, yeah, I agree. An article I read one of the articles I wrote in 2018. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> You wanted, to, you wanted ah. to return it from a, a published to a published. Ah. I actually had to edit it though. Like, I just casually jumped into the article and no be person tell me, say, make I click edit. I had to start editing it immediately. Like, because me. what like that is Was it last year or last two years? I, I, I for some reason, stumbled on my Fanaya project. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> and I went for Gino, so microcontrollers. And I look at the project, and I, was I okay? Why will I do this rubbish? And I was ashamed. In fact, my lecturer then was so impressed that he wanted to publish that paper. I was not thanking God that. Thank God he did not publish this thing. Because it was <laughs> 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 rubbish. That, that just shows how much of growing someone has done. Yeah, and yeah. you will never know you have grown if there is no reference yes. to where you are coming from. Yes. So, basically, I think one thing I keep telling people, I think I mentioned it to you before, is sometimes I apply to jobs and then sometimes I just get angry and stop applying because I apply to these mm. jobs and then they call me, maybe I interview. I could apply to 10 jobs and then I get called back for 8 to interview for 8, right? And then I go through the processes and then they speak their unfortunately English and I'm like Nami fuck up Nami Nami even and, and the ones and the ones that they smile with you most is the one that exactly. used to give you those ones are the ones that give solid heartbreaks they will so, be smiling they will say hmm interesting um so let's talk about the next step the next step will be and then you you are so happy that you are going to the next step and then you check the mail unfortunately ah god so well, next time I do interviews I frown my face like this ah I don't I know I know they follow not the smile like yeah, I, know they laugh. <laughs> I don't I know they smile for interview again. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
So, <laughs> but, but but then on on the flip side, all the jobs I've had, from Sterling to all the other startups I've worked with, mm. Sterling to there, there's a whole no- number of them, a whole lot. I can assure you that these people reach out to me via social media. Is it that LinkedIn or Twitter? All the jobs I've ever had, I've never applied to a job and gotten the job. Never. Wow. Right? That's why sometimes why everybody's saying they apply to 1,000 jobs and then they finally got, I'm like, Omo, me, I feel like if I apply to 1 million, I still will not get at this rate. Because it's clear. Well, <laughs> I, did, I did apply to over 100 and i got one and uh and i don't know them from anywhere mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the orders that i've gotten was from referrals yeah. i sent the legals from a referral i don't know i was sitting down i got the job from going to sterling referrals i never even did any real interview oh we hear that you're a developer <laughs> and that's all yeah and and those are the best kind of jobs because yeah. you know stress and you have bargaining power you can negotiate mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and then you want to prove somebody that they are right for coming to you and you do yeah. your best job yeah that, that's the thing so when i speak to people that are trying to find their feet or find jobs i tell them in all you do, try to put yourself out there. You may not put your personal life out. You would rarely yeah. know what's happening in your personal life on my social media. I always uh-huh. keep it strict at band, food, um, band, food, technical writing, developer advocacy, articles. Currently, now, when since my company is doing IoT, is more privacy, IoT, and that is it. Right? So, that mm-hmm. is the most... It, it doesn't it doesn't ruin you being an introvert it doesn't ruin you being a personal person just find the best platform for your niche and try to put out what you do yeah that is it and then while you're doing it try to have a level of accountability to a certain group of people now what these people will do so when people do the whole I, I i need a mentor i laugh at them you think me that i am here i had a mentor i did not what i had were people or friends i could reach out to a community and yeah. if i feel like the community is hard to touch i create one right like uh-huh. the technical writing group i am a part of i created it i reached out to people i wrote long paragraph of text and i said hey guys sometimes i want i lose my mind when i'm trying to think of how to start up a project or how to tackle an issue or a tax i need yeah. like people to join me and we'll just be a part of a group if you have any question technical writing related anything at all bring it to the group and we can talk about it and that was it lots of them joined some did not reply me and i went for people that were on my level i i could have gone for the pros the big shots right yeah i went for people that i know that if i reach out to them they will be excited about doing something similar and that was it so far so good lots of people from that group have gotten jobs lots of people have grown over time they've gotten opportunities and it's all from the fact that we share once in a month or two times in a month we hop on a call and we just talk about okay how was this job interview for you how was this for you how did you tackle this issue um what is the pay gap like um what should you ask for these questions that 
you probably need a mentor for. You realize that there are some of your peers that have gotten to that phase and have passed it that can answer your questions. So yeah, while you're building in public, look for accountability partners that are at your level and have that same vibe and willingness to grow and learn and build. I do them. have I do have that as well. Thinking about it, I have a group of friends. We are now more than four. When I got married, all of them came. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I waited. But looking back at it, uh, I was as telling when I when I, they were my colleagues are telling. Just yeah. one of them getting a remote job, all of us saw that. Oh, this is this was possible. possible. Yeah. And, and then we talked about it. We we talked about how we got it. All of us then decided to okay, we are getting a remote job. Mm-hmm. And in one month, the whole team got remote jobs yeah. <laughs> just from oh this is how you trick your profile on linkedin oh this is how yeah. i did my yeah which makes these, awesome. these are the skills these are the, if you want to go global or you want to get a remote job these are the skills you need to learn these exactly. things are things you don't you don't get from just anybody and these days mentorship costs money so mm. the best thing yeah, is so, look for and the so-called mentors with they they don't have time for example now i get a lot of dm uh, so can you mentor me in um Plotter? Ah, I don't have all this time. I di- I used to have mentees. I still have mentees, but all of them are in the same in a group. And I try as much as possible when I'm available. But the truth is your mentor save. Talk about the Ulam. In yes. this time. Mentor too needs a mentor. <laughs> ah. Exactly. Mentors have need mentor. <laughs> ah. Mentor needs mentor. Okay, so um, and then you finally moved to um, AdSign, yeah, and you are still at AdSign. Yeah, I'm still with so, AdSign. So, um, which is wonderful because our time is almost over, and yeah. thank you for joining us on this call, thank on you this for podcast. And I know that a lot of people are going to, um listen to your story and are going to be inspired and know that ah, it's not easy climbing that ladder so anytime they feel like giving up they hear that there is a Cynthia that's passed through this same stuff that yeah. they are passing through and thank you so much for joining us so if someone is going to reach you on social media how did they reach you please uh, best place is twitter even though these days I slack there, but Twitter is the best place. I am Cynthia Peter on Twitter. I am Cynthia Peter. So if I want to Google now and I want to Google your name, and mm-hmm. I what uh, your name is, I just say Cynthia Peter, Savi. Your stuff is going. Yeah, to pop Cynthia up. Peter. Then if you want to, if you want to get me directly without Cynthia Bailey's entering your face, just Cynthia Peter. Then add Obiago to it, and definitely you'll be saying my name okay so thank you so much for joining us on this podcast uh, thank you for having me. yeah okay